Hey guys, welcome to Knockaholic Thoughts. I'm Rachel. I'm Anissa. I'm JC. And I'm Jamie. And we're just four sisters talking about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. Let's get into it. All right, welcome back. If you haven't noticed, we have been gone for a little while. MIA. Yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> I was thinking that we were, we're back by popular demand, but honestly, some life things just kind of came up and got in the way a little bit. So, which happens. To, yeah, that's all right. So, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, vacation. We went on a vacation to Minnesota, and that was a lot of fun. A little bit sketchy. Just a little bit. Just a little bit sketchy. It was just interesting. To give a little backstory, we try to go on a vacation together as a family uh, once a year. It usually ends up being sometime in August before the kids start school. A little less busy part of the summer or more busy. I don't know. It makes it kind of a crazy August when we do it, but it also makes it pretty fun. Yeah, for sure. Makes for a good end to the summer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. So we all went to Minnesota. Um, I think that all of us kind of had different expectations than what ended up happening but in the end it ended up being fantastic it was a really good time yeah it was super fun we got out on a boat on like a it was a glass lake right isn't that what and it was Mm -hmm. a miniwaska lake miniwaska in glenwood minnesota yeah it's the first time i've ever been in minnesota that wasn't like a high school trip oh really yeah because we went there my senior year for like the bodies exhibit and it was the crazy exhibit where they had like all of these they were like dead people that donated their body to science oh my gosh yeah and so it was like full like actual human bodies that were like muscle and tendons and you could like see what these actual people like what the inside of a body looked like it was super cool but I, i don't count it as like actually being going to minnesota then that didn't freak you out at all i feel like i would be super freaked out (laughs) oh yeah it was it was a little bit sketch but it was pretty cool i mean it was when are you ever going to see that you know it's not like i'm going into any business soon or killing anybody anytime soon (laughs) let's hope not so that would be a different (laughs) podcast i think (laughs) right uh so this episode like we said it's going to be a little bit about our vacation it's going to be a little bit about kind of our lives right now and where we're at but I thought we'd maybe start off with like, kind of talking a little bit about memorable vacation moments. In Minnesota, I ended up creating a pretty memorable moment. Uh, and it was me and my cousin. And he always goes on vacation with us every year. He's basically like our brother. So we hang out quite a bit. And we ended up going kind of on a nighttime adventure when everybody else went to bed and we were still awake and we like walked down to a bar and we ended up meeting some people and we ended up walking a little bit farther down to like one of their trailers, um, like a RV trailer and hanging out with them. And it was like kind of crazy. It involved a guy named Trigger that picked us up in a golf cart. (laughs) And it was overall like a pretty positive experience. I had a lot of fun, um, but also cause some worry i think <laughs> throughout the rest of the campsite when they were like well everybody who was awake anyway or in the actual tents yeah because brian and i and alice were none the wiser we had no idea <laughs> yeah we woke up to it the next morning right because like, i i was in the cabin with oh, you guys yeah. too okay and i had no idea we were like what happened but anyway you had fun i had fun it was a good time mm-hmm. it was a an experience we met some fellow midwesters 
and Midwesterners. Mid <laughs> Midwesterners. <laughs> yeah, it's not Midwesters. No, no. I like Midwesters. Rich. I like Midwesters too. <laughs> Midwesterners. Anyway, they were super cool. They made us some sandwiches, and we hung out a little bit, and then got picked up and went home. It's so. like that to me is the perfect situation, like that you and Cody had because you're in Minnesota. And who's nicer than Minnesotians? Right. Did I say that one right? Minnesotans. Oh my god. Rather than E. Minnesotians. Minnesotians. Minnesotans. WTFE. Minnesotans. So, Renissa, as far as vacations gone, we've taken quite a few mm -hmm. together. Um, mm -hmm. We've also taken some separate ones. What's been your favorite so far? I have a lot. I would say my favorite, would probably the most memorable, was seeing the ocean for the first time when uh -huh. I went with mom. And they never tell you how vast the ocean is. Like, they're like, it's huge. Like, whatever. I'm like, mm, okay. Just, mm -hmm. I haven't seen it yet. So, mm -hmm. and you see it and you're like, it's kind of overwhelming. You're like, holy crap. And you just feel so small. And I just remember that moment seeing it for the first time. And I'm like, blown away. It's, it's like kind of healing mm -hmm. almost, I feel mm -hmm. like, you know, because. Very humbling. It, well, for sure. Because I think when you're kind of in your own world and you're living your own life and every, like everything is revolving mm -hmm. around you, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's your world. Mm -hmm. And then you see something like that mm -hmm. and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so small. Absolutely. Like, I'm so like inconsequential and, and right. tiny compared to everything else. Right. Yeah. So, and that was when you guys came out to see me when I was working right. in Maryland. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It was just me and mom. We came, we saw you. I was a couple things were the first time for me flying a plane, flying in a plane and then, um, that was really your first time in a plane. Mm -hmm. You were, how old were you? 21. I was 22 or in, in that area. So it was mm -hmm. probably four years ago. So that was a great experience. That was a very awesome experience. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Also, I got to see my sister, <laughs> your favorite sister. Let's be honest. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is kind of getting rude, but wow. whatever. I'm just kidding. The disrespect Justin in this bus Jones. is I'm astronomical. <laughs> so, okay. So you think that you coming out with mom was more, like, memorable, I guess, I guess because it was your first time mm -hmm. than, like, when you came back out with JC and Timmy and the boys? Right. Well, yeah. and with that, going with them, we camped on the beach. So that was also very awesome. Yeah. So just, I think seeing the ocean for the first time and then going back and then actually like camping right mm -hmm. by the ocean. Amazing. Yeah. To be honest, it is one of those things that's like, you should definitely do it to like, so that you can say that like, Hey, I did this and it was super cool. But when you're in the thick of it, it's miserable mm -hmm. <laughs> the whole time because it's so humid. I mean, so humid and I think that I feel that way about camping in general. I feel like I like the idea about it much more than the actual act when I, mm -hmm. once I get into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because we had that with um, the experience at Assateague. And then we went to the Grand Canyon and camped out in the middle of the desert on the Navajo Reservation. In, yeah, in Page, Arizona. Yeah, that was why I didn't mind that at all, though. I didn't have any problem. I didn't mind that either. Sleeping out there or anything at all. I guess. I get more freaked out, I think, when there's, like, forest, and so there's big-ass trees for people to be hiding behind. <laughs> you know, that freaks me out more oh. than being in, like, an open mm -hmm. area, and then I can, like, see Look the out surroundings. See what's coming towards you. Right, like, I'll, I have fair warning. But, like, 
when I'm kind of in a in a wooded area, that freaks me out more camping. Because you can hear it, but you can't see it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That happened to us when we were in Minnesota. Was yeah, you and me and Cody. Yeah, that was terrifying. And we, yeah. we'd been hearing it, and I thought Mom was just doing it on purpose. She was like, <gasps> what was that? <laughs> and I was like, stop it right now. I was like, that's not funny. You're leaving. And she was like, no, I'm serious. Shh, shh, shh. And then we were listening, and then there was rustling. The and then we ended up finding out it was a cat. Three days of torture. Yeah. Of just hearing this, like, rustling in the woods. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, oh, it's a cat. I can see it. Like, you can see its face. <laughs> I'm not like, a cat person. Heck? That's for sure. And then lastly, I'll say my one of my absolute favorites was when we went to Utah, but it was you, me, Timmy, and Cody. Mm-hmm. And we went down to Page, Arizona, and we saw Horseshoe Bend for the very first time. Very first time. Before... And before the Grand Canyon, even. Well, before they put up... Like, that was free when we went there that time. Mm-hmm. That was a few years ago. Four? This, four or five years ago? Four. Storm. Four, four years, years ago. ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and before they put up, um, like, the toll booths and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the guards, like, the gates. Guardrails. Guardrails, yeah. The guardrails, yeah. And you know why they did that? Well, I can't confirm if it's before that, but literally... The year that we went, we went into 2019 to, like, Page, Arizona and, like, Horseshoe Bend and the Grand Canyon and stuff. And earlier that year, in, like, April, this girl was taking a selfie at Horseshoe Bend and she fell off of the edge and she died. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm. So I think People maybe that's why People do stupid they- things for selfies. We see it all the time. It's so dumb. They really do. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, like, how far off of the edge are you, like... Hanging. I mean, she died, so obviously that's very sad, and I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that she was, like, in the wrong at all, because clearly she paid the price for whatever she was doing. But at the same time, it's like, you have to be taking some sort of precaution Mm -hmm. and making sure that you're, like, exercising safety Mm -hmm. when you're doing stuff like that. Yeah. But, so, anyway, go on. You were talking about when me, you, and Cody went to Page, Arizona. Yeah, and we saw Horseshoe Bend for the first time. I hadn't seen the Grand Grand Canyon, and, um... I I thought that was just amazing. Like, I was just... Blown away. Yeah. Blown away, just in awe. Agreed. I've never been there. It is beautiful. 100% recommend. It's I, like the one place that cannot be oversold. Yeah. I was underwhelmed by the Grand Canyon when I saw what? it for the first time. I know. What? Oh my god, you would be. Tell us about it. Here's the deal. There were, one, a lot more trees than I expected. Okay. A lot more, like, greenery. Yeah, because we went I to expected. the northern Grand Canyon, and yeah. that's and oh, more, like, foresty. Like when we went. The north part of the Grand yeah. Canyon. Yeah, when not we went. When we, not no, when no, no, we no, biked like it. Grand that Grand was Canyon. different. Yeah. Okay. okay. We went to, like, the northern part of the Grand Canyon, and so there were way more trees, one. Because when I think of the Grand Canyon, I think about people, like, getting carted down in on like the backs of donkeys, you know, mm-hmm. and camping and like this huge, massive, like desert, big ass canyon, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't so like, like that. that's what I was expecting. Right. So when I saw it, it was still huge and you were like, oh my goodness, this is big. But I was like, oh, this wasn't what I was thinking it was going to be at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I just watched a documentary about the Grand Canyon actually. And I didn't realize, I mean, I knew it was big, but like you kind of see when you see pictures, it kind of all looks the same. Yeah. And I didn't realize it's like 255 miles around and you can hike it, but a lot of people don't because it's really dangerous. Yeah. That's a lot of miles. That's Mm -hmm. a ton. That's gigantic. Yeah. 
One of my goal vacations, I think, is to take the boys on the Colorado River. You can go through the river on, mm-hmm. on the Grand Canyon, like do rafting and then camp along the way. Like it's like a two week. Oh trip. my gosh. That would be cool. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. Yeah. I think that sounds like a great trip for the boys when they get older. Well, to go like, do you, is it like a river rafting kind of thing? Like lead? Yes. Yes. Guided. Guided. Yeah, guided. Yeah, it would have to be because you would die 100% if you were going out there. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> like, you well, yourself you were like an outside and outdoors you're like, oh, person. This will be fun. You go with multiple people. Like, it's not mm-hmm. just you and your family. You go with several other Tons families. Yeah. yeah. You How long does it take? Like, two weeks? It's a, yeah, it's a two-week trip. Mm-hmm. That would be super cool. Mm-hmm. I would totally do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If uh, Brian were <laughs> busy... <laughs> <laughs> Then I would. He would never do it. Never? He would never. He's gone white water water rafting. Okay, before, white water rafting is one thing. He would go white water rafting. He wouldn't 100%. do. He would not camp. Tell me one time you've ever known Brian to camp. He had the opportunity this last <laughs> trip. Well, hardly though, because we have such a big family. We had one campsite. We would have okay. But we literally would have all fit in that huge tent that we have, though. But seriously, he doesn't camp. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's not, not going to camp. At least he's honest about that, yeah. though. Like, at least he's like, nah, no, that's not my thing. Mm-mm. I'll definitely be staying in a cabin. We can reserve some tent sites, <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> that's not my jam. Yeah. I mean, even staying in the cabin we stayed in in Minnesota, I think, was pushing his limits a little bit. It like, was, was definitely like, pushing his limits. And he was like... The fact that he no. only called it rustic was, for me, I was like, okay, you know, rustic. Timmy and I were talking about that, um, and I think we had talked a little bit about it like previously and timmy was like yeah i think when we all showed up it was definitely not what anybody expected it to be Mm -hmm. and it was i mean you were saying lillian looked at dad and she was like hey papa this looks like a horror movie where all of the teenagers get killed yeah and dad just started laughing teenagers go to get murdered (laughs) and i was like when we rolled up at first i was like okay you know it's a little old Uh, that's okay yeah i mean there were just like some random cars and like it wasn't like like super super clean and pristine you know Mm -hmm. what i mean but to me was he even he was saying that like we made the best of it yeah. And it, and and I would go back now 100%. Yeah, like I, I had too. a ton of fun. I would absolutely go. You wouldn't I would not stay at the same place. No. Would I go back? Yes. It was fun. You would stay at the same place great- if you were camping? No. Absolutely not. Really? No. Here's the deal. I think we expected a little more from Brian. Brian, yes. if you're listening. Thanks a lot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Do more okay. research. To be fair, we we kind of did pick that super quick. Yeah, like, like we, spur the moment. Spur the moment. I mean, we knew we wanted to go on vacation, but nobody had talked about it. Where last year when we planned our vacation, we planned it like six months in advance. Well, we'd been we kicking plenty around. of places. Yeah. yeah. Like so, different places. Like it was like, are we going to go to Florida? Do we want to go to like Montana? Do mm-hmm. we want, where do we want to go? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. it was like, okay, well, let's go to Minnesota. Let's go to Minnesota. It's right here. Easy. Boom, yeah. Boom. And we can find a place. And the other thing that Brian said that he was having trouble was finding one Airbnb that could accommodate all 15 of us. Well, that's almost impossible. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, not totally impossible. The place but that we stayed expensive. at Colorado was that an Airbnb? Yeah, was it really? Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. Well, that's a gold mine. That's what we need to do. We, we should invest in like pull oh all of our money, buy a oh, place yeah. for vacation, and then just rent it out. Vacation place. So real life, my TM. my end of life plans are to retire in Southport, Colorado. And I was just telling the boys about that. I was like, when I retire, I'm going to buy a big cabin and I'm going to go live out there. 
in the mountains on my own. (laughs) Anyways, so I was the Unibom. I was telling the boys this, and they got so excited. They're like, "That's awesome, Mom. When are you retiring?" I'm like, "Uh, (laughs) thirty-five years from now." And they were like, "What? You're gonna be long gone, bro?" Said, "Yeah, that's the plan. That's why I'm working." All this time. They were like, yeah, so we'll uh, pack our bag and we can yeah, be they were ready, ready to go next year. They were year. ready to go. Yeah. They're like, let's do it. We're ready. Like, okay. <laughs> 35 years from now, you can come visit. <laughs> <laughs> You're not included in this plan, unfortunately. Lincoln's plan in life is to move to Colorado as well. And he's going to have four dogs mm-hmm. and he's going to live there uh, in the mountains in Colorado as an adult. I don't know what he's going to do, but that's where he's going to live. You know, kind of along those lines, that's really funny because I was, the boys were just talking about this on our drive in today. Oliver was telling me that his whole life, he's always dreamed of having a family. And he's like, Mom, I just dream about my wife and my kids. And I'm like, that's the cutest thing. (laughs) Because what are, what are you thinking? Lincoln, I don't want to like totally take away from what you were saying, but Lincoln told me someone of this a very similar thing recently continue and then i'll tell you but i just for me that's just really heartwarming especially you know coming from a single family home i mean granted we have mom and dad and they have examples like great examples of couples mom and dad you and brian so like they get the whole family you mm-hmm. mean renissa and timmy <laughs> but it was just funny that he's like you know i've been Thinking dreaming about, about this for the longest time like i want to have a wife Aww. and kids the other night lincoln woke up he wasn't, I'm sorry, he didn't wake up. He couldn't sleep. And the last few nights, it's been driving us crazy, but he comes into our room and he gets in between me and Brian and he goes to sleep. And that's how he goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. He's nine years old. Like, he shouldn't be doing this anymore, but he does. Well, it was like two o'clock in the morning. And of course, I didn't wasn't sleeping because I don't sleep. And I was just laying there and he came in and I was like, what's wrong? He's like, nothing. And I said, well, what are you thinking about? And he goes, my wife. <laughs> Oh I'm like, gosh. oh, yeah? He's like, yeah, I just, I want her to be beautiful like you. And I was like, and this is why you're my favorite. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's like, and I just want her to be a good mom, and I want her to be nice. And I'm thinking about my kids, and I'm like, how many kids do you want to have? Mm, four, three boys, and one girl. <laughs> I said, okay. I said, how many? Some, how come so many boys? He's like, because I wish I had brothers. Aww. And I was just like, <laughs> Mm-hmm. But they think about that stuff mm-hmm. and we don't mm-hmm. think, I mean, they're little, they're yeah. nine years old yeah. and they're thinking about that. And that's the thing that's crazy to me though, is that I don't, I was not that little girl that dreamed about like a dream wedding and my husband and my future. Like it was always very independent. Like Same. that's not something I was thinking about. Same. Raise and your so- hand if you have. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Am I the only one? I don't remember. I've blocked my childhood completely from my brain. <laughs> My heart. But no, I remember doing that when I was little. I always did. I was I knew I was gonna be a mom. Couldn't wait to get married, have a princess wedding. I would always wear like those like quinceanera dresses that mm-hmm. they the mm-hmm. big ones. Like the Cinderella. But yeah. like looking mm-hmm. at it now, I'm probably gonna have a dress similar to mom's with like, like I yeah, I already have it planned. We're really? Mm-hmm. The only thing I have planned about my wedding at all is like music. Like, what music, what we're going to dance to, mm-hmm. what I'm going to walk down the aisle to, how, who I want to play. That's, like, really all I thought about. I could care less who I marry. Well, that's false. <laughs> but I, like, I'm not, like, thinking too much about that. I'm just, like, really concerned that's about, a, like, that's a big the thing. music <laughs> and the vibe I think about the part. Like, you know. That's the most important thing. I'm looking here. for appearances here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what's crazy about that, too? Because when he started talking about that, I was thinking about... Um, 
my future, if I ever get married again, which I don't know, maybe I will, maybe I won't. Mm -hmm. But I hope that it's someone that's okay with going to the courthouse because I don't feel like a big Mm -hmm. production wedding is Mm -hmm. ever going to be like it wasn't in my first future and it's not going to be. I was thinking that same thing. If I got married again, it would be so quick. It would be a small like backyard party or something. Mm -hmm. We're like, all right, let's do our vows. Now let's just have some fun together. That's what I was that thinking. That would never happen like, for me again. I mean, you you guys are the ones that I want to spend my day with, and you guys know what a miracle it's going to be when I actually get married. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like for I don't real. need to invite all these crazy people. I have like two or three friends that I made throughout my life that are like lifelong friends mm-hmm. that I will absolutely invite, and then otherwise it's just going to be right. you guys and mm-hmm. like mom and dad and his you know family. Yeah. Well, I mean, sure. <laughs> Not just us. <laughs> the look on your face. Um, and his family. They're going to definitely have to, to marry. Yeah, they're going to have to bring cash if they're going to show up to our wedding. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just that's like, like a whole other, me That's a whole other conversation we can have. Because like wedding things and like things you want. Like, do you want gifts or do you want money? Yeah. Like, I know some people who have parties and like baby shower, whatever, wedding, whatever. And oh. just like, they're like we just want cash. So along those lines, I actually just heard of this story of this wedding that these people were invited to. And on the invite, it had like a link to their GoFundMe. And it was Ugh. like, please write. That's I don't what like I was that. thinking. That does not feel like, uh-huh. I don't like that at all. I don't know how I feel about I that. I just go okay. fund their what? Their honeymoon? Yeah. I, yes, exactly. Please don't send princes contribute to our GoFundMe. I just watched, there's this lady on TikTok who reads, um, I don't know if it's like public service announcement uh, letters that they've written or that people have written out or have posted on Facebook. And there was, do you know what I'm talking about? I think I do. Yeah. And there was this girl who was like, um, I don't think that it's unreasonable to ask each guest to bring $1,500 to pay for this. What? Mm $1,500. That's not a lot of money. That's no big deal. That makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah, because she wanted this extravagant, like crazy, ridiculous wedding that was going to be, I mean, that was clearly over budget, something that she couldn't afford. Mm -hmm. Why would, okay, here's my deal. Why would you start your life in debt? Yes. (laughs) Like that. That doesn't make any sense. Also, I feel like if you truly are in love with somebody and it's something that's going to last, then you don't need this super extravagant, like, here is what our love looks like. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, okay. On the other hand, I mean, I have been to weddings where it's big and beautiful and it, I mean, it was great. You know, I mean, it was, it was gorgeous. I mean, it really was gorgeous. Uh, some of them are big and beautiful, but not too overdone, mm-hmm. you know, just, you're just like, oh, I'm just so happy for these people yeah. that you love and right. you care about. Right. Yeah. I think that there's a difference along those lines of keeping up appearances versus mm-hmm. like a true show of like bringing the people that you care about mm-hmm. together yeah, like to celebrate you. And yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. It's not yes. about look at me and look at me and look at me and look at what I have and look at what like yeah. materialistically it's about. Uh, be happy for us. This is our love and this is our life and we wanted mm-hmm. you to be a part of it. Yes. Yep. Yes. Huge difference. Absolutely. Definitely. Huge difference. Yeah. hundred. Well, and that's the thing too is like you're not going to, well, me personally, like I said, it's going to be immediate family and then close friends, like very mm-hmm. close friends. Mm-hmm. And, but I also in my backyard. am picky and I was telling, I think I've, I don't know if I've said this to everybody, but I was telling mom that that's one of the really cool things I think about having 
you guys in my life is that you guys are my best friends, Mm -hmm. you know, and that gives me the ability to be very picky about who else I allow into my life Mm -hmm. because here's the deal. I don't need to have a bunch of friends. Mm -hmm. I have you guys and I know that you guys are going to be there for me forever. No matter what. Yeah. I get to be picky now about who I let into my life and who I let be like a big part, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and I love that. Mm -hmm. And I feel so like grateful and fortunate about it. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. I was actually just talking about that last night with a good friend of mine. Um, So I have a lot of guy friends, um, but uh, a part of that, I was telling him because he thinks that that's really intimidating. He's like, when you're a guy and you're friends with a girl and she has a bunch of other guy friends, that's just like, it's an intimidating thing. I think and if you're insecure, it's intimidating. But so, but I was thinking about how, um, I was like, well, I don't have a lot of girlfriends because I have my sisters. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need to have a lot of girlfriends because mm-hmm. you guys are like, I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. It, it just makes a difference. And also like, it's honest and you know what it's like to have a friendship that's like honest and pure oh my gosh yeah mm-hmm. and brian does not understand i remember one time me and jc we got a huge fight i don't even know, remember what it was about anymore but you told me i was dead to you and you were serious <laughs> you were like you're dead to me like we were do you remember this i have no idea I, I, we remember. lived in stewart we it was when we lived in stewart for that short amount of time that we lived there wow i don't remember what it was about but you were like you're dead to me Seriously, the next day we were talking about going and doing some shopping or something like that. <laughs> Brian's like, I thought you were dead to her. I was like, Brian, you know what? You don't understand. <laughs> like, I was yesterday. And guess what? I'm alive. I rose again. <laughs> Bitch has been resurrected. Okay. She has risen. <laughs> Lazarus. Yeah. He just, he doesn't get it. And that's okay. That's Nobody thing, has to get it. We are very emotional people. We have these emotions towards each other, but we're also very brutally honest and very brutally emotional towards each other. So we have these ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And it's like one minute, I fucking eat your guts, too. Mm-hmm. And the next minute, I'm McDonald's, I'm hungry, bitch. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. then you're yeah. best friends again. But yes. I think that's that's a good thing because you're showing your true colors, but right. we still know that we, we like always accept each other for the best right. and the worst. Yeah. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Rooted in true love and trauma bonding. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like super glue, that is. <laughs> Bonded for life. Yeah, so, I, well, here's the deal. I don't really know how we got here um, <laughs> from the Grand Canyon. So, will you be doing a destination wedding to wi- Windwood, Wildwood, res- res- wherever that place was in Minnesota? Don't call them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember, we don't do well, that. That wasn't the name anyway, yeah, so she it was just she somewhere out there. butchered it. Just for, fe- like, in case you're listening, it was a very lovely place, and we had a great time. The they were, were great. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. It, was, it was super fantastic, and I would recommend, and in fact, Brian even said that in, like, the reviews. One person was like, if you're looking for a five-star place, this is not the place for you, but the people are wonderful. And we had a really nice time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like we did exactly. a little accommodating. Exactly. I feel like we did a little bit of time traveling, like back to 1974. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, but it was good because there was no there was no TV, there was no electronics. There were like, a lot of people. Us, it was really just time us. Yeah. with yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I was that, that was mm-hmm. very different. I mean, not having a TV. Yeah, that was huge. In a ca- it was, but mm-hmm. it was it really was awesome. nice because, yeah. to be honest, I didn't even notice. Like I was hardly on my phone, I didn't and when I was, either. 
it was because we had to call someone to get something yeah um when they were in town but I really honestly didn't well, I think notice. For me, that trip too, I made a conscious effort not to get on my phone. Mm-hmm. Like, that was one thing Same. I was like, I don't want to be on I my just phone. I enjoy I this trip to disconnect. Enjoy the people I'm with. I agree, JC. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. So, James, what about you? As, as far as like uh, memorable vacations, favorite vacations that you've taken? Because you've taken quite a few. I've taken ones. quite a few. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brian, something I really appreciate about him is that he wants to. Uh, he wants to go places. He wants to see new things. He wants to go. I mean, every year we really try to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's taken me to a few places. Most memorable would have to be our trip to Punta Cana. It was for our 10-year anniversary. And we went during Hurricane Irma. I don't know if anybody remembers that. So that was four years ago, 2017. It was in September of 2017. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we were like, Two of maybe 15 or 20 people on the international flight from Atlanta to uh, uh, the Dominican Republic. As soon as we got there, we got, you know, bused to our resort. When we got out of the resort, there were literally hundreds of people hanging outside, like in the lobby, which the lobby is normally like, you know, there's some people there and it's bustling, but like. Not hundreds of people, hundreds and hundreds of people. And what we found out was that they were all trying to find out what bus they were getting on because we were being treated as refugees and being sent inland. And they sent us to a city called, I think, Santiago. And it was like a six and a half hour bus ride after we had already been traveling since like 6 a.m. that morning. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were so tired. But it was memorable because, it, I mean, we had a lot of fun. We well, because met, you've never been treated like refugees before. <laughs> yeah. No, never been a refugee in a foreign country before. So that was a little bit new. Um, but they took care of us. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they sent us to uh, like a, it seemed like a business hotel uh, in Santiago, which is really close to Haiti. They told us we couldn't go out at night alone. We could not take any, um, uh, what do you call it? Like jewelry or anything that was worth I'm, why am I drawing a blank here on Anything the word? Valuable? Like collectibles? Any or? valuables mm-hmm. with us mm-hmm. um, at night because basically you would, you'd be attacked and mugged and, you know, crime possibly, target. yeah, possibly even killed. I mean, this was mm-hmm. a high crime area. Mm-hmm. Don't go out at night. If you do, take multiple people and don't take any valuables. I mean, that was part of that. And then we were there for half of our vacation. And then the other half of our vacation, we were able to do a lot of the things we wanted to do, but the seas were pretty roughed up and it just wasn't Mm -hmm. as beautiful. So that's definitely on our list to go back to because when you can fully appreciate it, when we can fully appreciate it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we met some really cool people who we are still friends with today. And they were from, uh, the guy was from Switzerland. The girl was from London. They came and stayed with us two years ago in Iowa for a week. That's wild. Yep. How Um, did they meet? You know, I have, I don't remember. That's I don't like remember a, that's how just they a met. super like wild combination of <laughs> people. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, the, well, the guy, he's, I think, I think he's pretty wealthy and he travels all over the world all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, he takes month long vacations to Bali and the Philippines oh, and awesome. Australia. He's gone mm-hmm. to Australia several times. That's the place I want to go in the future. Oh my gosh, me too. I would go there and be amazing. Mm-hmm. I think that you're the only one of us that has traveled outside of the States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. A couple of times. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's my most memorable. 
My favorite vacation, though, was Jamaica when we went to Jamaica and I got to go scuba diving for the Mm. first time. Mm -hmm. That was, I mean, seriously, it's a little bit overwhelming. There was one lady um, who was on the boat. She was, she got in the water, had all of her gear on, had a panic attack in the water and was like, nope, I can't do it and got out. And I was getting in after her and I saw her have this panic attack. And she's like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't. And she's getting out. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm just going to calm my ass down right now. Mm-hmm. I have uh, one of my clients. I was telling her I'm going to go scuba diving while I'm there. She said, okay, I have one piece of advice for you. She said, focus on your breathing. She said, breathe slow. Mm-hmm. Focus on your breathing. She said, and you'll be just fine. And honestly, that was like the best piece of advice she ever could have given me she's mm-hmm. she, i don't think she's like a certified scuba diver but she's been scuba diving several times she goes every time they go on vacation oh, and so that was the best piece of advice for me that i could have you're talking scuba diving like you have like the mask where you're like <sighs> yes yeah underneath we were down you know 20 25 feet whatever i mean probably more than that it was we yeah. were down quite a bit that terrifies That's me crazy so that makes me wonder if our bodies have some sort of response like automatic response to being in water that makes us feel like we can't breathe even if we have like all the mechanisms that we need to breathe and i bring this up because recently when i'm taking a shower i will like because i have my retainers on and i don't want any like soap to get in my mouth so like i like close my lips like Mm -hmm. um purse them purse my lips yes Mm -hmm. i can still breathe and it's just in the shower (laughs) there's nothing happening with my nose and i freak (laughs) out and i'm like i'm running out of breath i can't breathe i can't breathe i'm suffocating exactly yeah and there's no like there's no anyways so moral of the story i'm wondering like if it's just our brain's automatic response to like being in water but your name being like your not your name your mouth being like covered do you think that has anything to do with it like not being able to like open either of them Right. Yes. So I, I think that that's part of it because I still feel like I have control. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't know, but I think, I think it's just because you're in the water and you feel like, are you claustrophobic? I am. mm, Yes. I would say probably my biggest fear is completely irrational, but being like locked in a box, (laughs) like a small confined box. Irrational. Yes. But, unrealistic no that's a pretty realistic i mean that's how a lot, how of, people, how a lot of people die that's how, how a lot of people murdered. die mm-hmm. yeah in little boxes yes. i mean people well, being I mean, buried alive yeah. Well, yeah. The, i mean generally speaking you're Haven't being held in some sort of container container isn't that that a sandra bullock movie where she gets put in a box underground and then she put that box in another box <laughs> and then she mailed, mailed that, that box to myself <laughs> <laughs> and then it arrived. I don't know. Oh, smash it with my so, no, Can we talk about this first? Like, what? what how are people <clears throat> getting in these little boxes? That is literally my biggest fear. Like, how are people? Like, I don't even like forced in them. I don't even like going in slides or like. Okay, like so where I feel like I'm contained and like I like my head might get stuck and I can't move around. <laughs> yeah, like I don't like, like that. L- like Lynn Supermarket when you have to oh yes. go through yes. the tunnel. Yes, that freaked me that out. Amazing. I did but, not like that but at all. Non voluntary. Like, how are you finding boxes that are big enough to shove people? Like, what? This is a real thing. Like I, now, I'm terrified. Yeah, JC, we well, don't know be. how the minds of criminals work. We're all not we murderers. Know. I'm sure that. If you had a gun at your head, you would get in a box. <laughs> I wouldn't. I, okay, first of all, I would fight. Yeah. That is one thing that I think about myself is that 
I would take a bitch on. Mm-hmm. I would. You say that now, though, but I don't think that we actually you realize in, how we would respond yeah, in that situation. I know how I would respond. I'm going dead weight. Listen, yep. you're going to take me, you're going to take all of me, and I'm not hoping you went all on. <laughs> Down for the killing. Yeah, you're gonna. You better be strong. That's all I'm saying. I don't think that we're like the prime targets for. Yeah, people aren't. We're a little swept off their feet. I take offense to that. (laughs) We're a little thick (laughs) with two seeds. Wait, wait, wait. Wasn't the gal in? Uh, Silence of the Lambs, the first one that yes. he... Yeah, she was a big gal. Yeah, she was. The first one that he got. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She was also in Erica Hans. In oh, Grey's she's Anatomy. Erica Hahn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she definitely is. Yep. I love her. Mm-hmm. Obsession. Yeah, but she was taken specifically because of her size. Because he her needed to starve her so he could make a skin suit. So they would come for us. I'm going to have to watch oh, that I guess, yeah. again. I guess, you know what? We have gotten so far <laughs> off of the subject. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think both times it was my fault. <laughs> That's okay. It's all our faults. Well, okay. So you had the your Caribbean memorable. or Jamaica, I guess. Was oh, your yeah. favorite. Was your favorite. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And then the Dominican Republic was your most, most memorable. memorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. pretty cool. You are the only one of us that's ever been mm-hmm. out of the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we need to plan a vacation out of the country, all of us. So, okay, two things. What about Jamaica did you love? The ocean. I mean, really. I mean, it's just, it's it's the color of, like, blue turquoise that you can't even imagine. Pictures don't do it justice. Mm-hmm. And can you really see down to the bottom of oh, the yeah. seafloor? Oh, yeah. So, well, I mean, you know, not like in the deep part, but like the beach, we had a private beach and we would go into, I could go up to my neck and I could see the color of my toenails, see like the lines in between my toes. That's cool. I mean, it was pure, clear. It was clear, Mm -hmm. you know, white Mm -hmm. sandy beaches. Is there seaweed? No. See, I I think I would like that better because... I lived in Assateague for four years, mm-hmm. worked on the ocean, you know. You know all sorts of sea creatures. I do know all <laughs> sorts of sea creatures, but the water was so dark. And the first mm-hmm. time that I ever went into the ocean, I got just, I'm not a strong swimmer. Anyway, I'm the one that goes into a wave pool and then the lifeguards start doing like <laughs> saving drills because they see my ass out there struggling, you know, and they're like, okay, we're going to have to save her. So let's just practice. Um <laughs> The first time I went out into the water, I got just smashed by a wave and it took me down and it just started like pulling me. Oh my gosh. And this one guy. How far did you go in? I I wasn't that far. I didn't feel like I was maybe like chest deep. Those waves are so. A little bit further, but they they were pretty heavy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I got just like crashed out. And then dragged, and, wh- and I, we went with a group of people because I'm, I'm, I would, I'm not brave enough to go out there by myself. I would never do that. But one of the guys I worked with was like an angel, and I just remember him running over to me, and he grabbed me, and he picked me up, and his like he was like standing in the sun, and it like was like a halo <laughs> over his head, and I was like, Jesus. And he already looked like you, Jesus. Like he legitimately did look like Jesus, though. He had like this long curly hair and like this beard, and he was gorgeous. <laughs> And Apparently, he was like, strong man, picked yeah, you up out of the water. He picked me up out of the water and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. And I never got in the water after that. I would only go in up to my like knees. I never got in the water after that, but it was also very dark water mm-hmm. and that freaks me out. Another thing about that ocean though, that's the Atlantic, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think those waves are a lot more constant 
Yeah. Than like South Lake in Jamaica, maybe. Well, I guess I've never Caribbean been. Caribbean Sea. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There, I mean so it's, not- it's just continuous waves. And yeah, once you get hit, if you fall, another wave's coming yeah. like two seconds after that one. I don't think they're very big waves, though. They're mm-hmm. not like huge. But if you, you get know. far enough in the water, like you said, yeah. it can well, you take you don't have quick. your standing. Well, just like where they're crashing. There were a couple know? times I thought the boys were gone for sure. I, I was <laughs> that was freaking me. That gave me so much anxiety. Because so they love the Here's water. the thing. I. I am like the type of parent that thinks that my kids can do anything and I want them to do anything. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, we can do this. It doesn't matter. I don't care that you're four and five years old. We're going to get in the ocean. And there, there was a couple of close calls. And I think Rachel, you were really on edge when we were visiting. So was Timmy. Timmy was too. And there were a couple of times I think that you guys had to run and save us from (laughs) getting. And that part of that was probably just me being already on edge of like, okay, don't go too far. Don't go too far. Don't go too far. And if they did want to go far, we were holding their hands the whole time. And I I probably had a little too much faith. Like, yeah, let's get up here, up to my neck and have these waves hit us. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes the boys would be like, hey, mom, remember that time when we almost drowned? And I was like, (laughs) but did you? Like, you're still alive, but here you are. You're fine. Stop being so dramatic. Why don't you just relax? Oh, my goodness. So what about you, Jace, then? What's your, a couple of your favorite? So, um, I don't really know. I think I have a couple of them. So one of the things, so so I think for sure when we went to the ocean and we visited you and we camped on Assateague Island, that was really fun. Mm -hmm. Plus it was just really cool, um, to be with the boys, to have them see the ocean for the first time Mm -hmm. and like get to experience that through their eyes and like their eyes get all big and they're like, Oh my God. So that was neat. And then, um, I think the Grand Canyon for sure was just amazing. Um, especially when we biked. So we rented bikes, we rode through the village on a bike trail. It was very controlled. We felt good about that. And then we had to take a bus up to like a certain point at the Grand Canyon to ride the rest of the way, like six miles to the top. And we rode, um, riding the bus up there it was very like so there's only tour buses and then you have terrifying guided bike tours so you could do a guided bike tour or you could just rent the bikes yourself and when we rent the rent rent the bikes from the the place at the grand canyon the lady was like oh yeah we're like do you have any recommendations of where we should ride and she's like this would be you know your easiest place to ride you know do this do that whatever and as we're going up there, we had to do like three separate trips up there. <laughs> By the time we got to where we were going to have lunch before we rode our bikes to the top of the Grand Canyon, Rachel and Ernest were like, no, we're, we're not. This is dangerous. This is a terrible idea. We're not doing it. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I was in the back of the bike ride on the bike trail to get to the bus that takes us to where we were going to like take off for real on the road. Mm-hmm. And we went all- every other the entire time, all I kept seeing from the back was the two boys making these really sharp turns into, like, to the left, which would have led them straight into traffic. And I was like, there's absolutely no way. So I think, too, that they maybe just learned to ride their bikes, like, <laughs> either that year or that fall. So they were new to bike riding in general. That was two years ago. They would have been six and seven. Maybe they knew how to ride. They were, but anyways, they were new to the bike mm-hmm. world. And 
Yes. So I didn't really see that piece because I think that I was at the top of the line. And like Renissa said, we were kind of riding every other one. Yeah. You're the mama so goose. So they just follow you. Right. And Rachel's seeing the boys like swerving all over the bike trail. And on the bike trail, we just like the guy was like, look out for elk because they're in their like mating season. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you don't want to come up again, you know. And then like there was an elk like right there. We're like, oh, my God, that's so cool. But we had to like ride fast past it. Anyways, I was like, whatever, it's fine. Rachel, you're being dramatic. It's not a big deal. And she's like, no, I'm not doing it. We're not really feeling comfortable about this. This is not a good idea. And I'm like, F it. We rented these bikes. We're doing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I don't care. Mm-hmm. And you both were like, no, this is a bad idea. We shouldn't do this. And I said, you know what? Fine. You guys do what you want. Me and the boys are going. And the boys are like, do, do, do. Okay, mom, let's go. <laughs> And then the next thing I know, like Rachel and Ernest are like, we cannot let you go by yourself. But okay. So to be fair, it is a, a two way, two lane highway mm-hmm. with the bikers and tour buses. Like There's no lines to no, be like, exactly. bikers are here, buses are here. It's all You're shared. You're on the road. Yeah. yeah. And there were maybe two spots where we had like a little bit of a bike trail, but on like, the side of us, the right side of us was like bushes, a footpath and the end of the green, like <laughs> the edge of the green. Yeah. yeah. So Absolutely. if they were to have crashed or like veered or turned suddenly, they would have careened to their death, but we did. So they did give us a heads up though. They were like, there's going to be tour buses. And when they come through, just pull over to the side and let them pass you. Mm-hmm. There might have been a couple of times when there were two tour buses passing and we were like real close to the edge. But here's the thing. We survived. (laughs) We made it to the top. Yeah. It's a great... The boys loved it. They did not complain. It also makes for a great hinge picture. Like a a Tinder profile picture is me (laughs) on the bike at the Grand Canyon. And everybody's like, oh my God, you're so adventurous. And I was like, I know. That was the worst experience of my life. I didn't cry at all. I mean, it was great. Listen. Did you have a breakdown up there? I didn't have a breakdown talking about time. It was great. I loved it. That's Giovanni's favorite thing to break up is that, okay, so here's the deal. I was having some issues and towards the end it just got to be a little bit too much and that trip in particular that we took i was going through a very like one of the darkest depressions i think i've ever been in my life and high stress high anxiety yeah high stress high anxiety well wasn't that like right before we left you went to the er because you you're yeah like we're having heart. my heart i felt like my heart was just beating really really fast and it was really freaking me out and i was the first times i've ever had like a panic attack and so I was just going through some, like, really, I'm not even sure necessarily what it was. Like, I was just, like, really, really stressed out and, like, high anxiety. And then we made it all the way up the Grand Canyon, all the way back, the like, down the Grand Canyon. And it was like we just had, like, a mile, maybe, like, a half mile left. We were on our way back to take the bikes back. Yeah. On the bike trail. On so the bike trail. So we were trail. in a safe place. Right. Yeah. So it, it, we got to the point where the tour buses stopped because they only stay in that section. They mm-hmm. never go. Yeah past a certain point so this would have been kind of like a shuttle bus and for whatever reason the thought of going that next mile was just too much i had met my threshold (laughs) of what i could take for that day you could yeah and i was done and it was so hot and it was so hot and i just remember like we were pedaling we were pedaling and then 
you guys were like, we're going, we're almost there. And I just started crying and I don't know where it came from. Cause I'm not a crier. Like I don't cry. Uh-uh. And I just started bawling. Anyway, um, I ended up putting my bike on a shuttle bus, like on the shuttle bus and taking it up the rest of the way. And that's now that's Giovanni's favorite thing to bring up. He's like, Hey Rachel, remember that one time, um, you cried <laughs> <laughs> and that's his favorite, like dig at me now is because he just caught me in a moment where I was like, <gasps> I've had enough. <laughs> well, I I'm think done. that they were a little bit concerned too because of that fact. Like they've never seen you cry. You're not a crier. And they're <laughs> not like, at all. What? Just going, why, why don't you cry? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, we literally have a mile left. You're like, I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm taking the boys. We're going. Yeah. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes. 100%. Panic attack and all. Does Panic not attack matter. and all. No, it was great. And then I felt better after that. I, right. Like, I honestly feel like that trip, that entire trip just, like, really healed me. Like, being Cleansed out in nature. Cleansed your soul. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, like, and brought me back to my center. Mm-hmm. And yes. You probably, it was good for you probably to cry then. To mm-hmm. just oh, let yeah. it out and just. It was probably like the culmination of everything, like, yeah. hit its peak and you were just, like, that was your release. It was just, like. That's a good feeling. Are. I love yeah. a good cry. It does Sometimes we it need them, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, can you just ever, like, just, like, feel it in the back of your throat, just, like, kind of building up? Like, you yes. can feel your heart and your stomach and your, you're like, I just need to let it out. Yeah. Have you ever seen that Dane Cook? He does a bit on that where he talks about that. He's like, you're single. You know you need a good cry. <laughs> you get home. You don't see anybody there. You yell out, hello? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody answers. <laughs> and you just break down in front of the couch in the living room. Mm-hmm. And you just let out the biggest, saddest wail, like <laughs> wail of a cry. Mm-hmm. See, anyway, I I felt that though when he said that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, because everyone has done it. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. So I feel like for me, even crying and like I hate crying. I hate crying. I hate showing like emotions mm-hmm. that, that make you type vulnerable. Of emotion. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And so to even cry like in front of myself. I feel like, I, I, like it's so hard. Yeah, like it's I get like that the, those feelings. Though, like you're talking about, mm-hmm. like that, like it's there. You can feel the, mm-hmm. but just like the act of letting it out. Just mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think I'm like stunted that way or something. Mm. No, it's very I, hard. I get I get that feeling a little bit too. Yeah, I don't need to cry, but I do. <laughs> I will specifically in Grand Canyon situations. Sometimes, like, if I feel like I have that feeling, I will watch a movie that'll make me cry. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's yeah. usually always Selena or just something, The Notebook, something every freaking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Where you can, like, feel better about crying because you don't feel like and you're crying fine. for no reason. I cried because like, of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> was emotional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not emotional. <laughs> Since I've started getting older, I've been getting more emotional about, like, TV commercials. <laughs> like, like, randomly, what? like, you'll see something and I'll just be like... Oh, that really... That's so sweet. Tugs at You know, like that, that office episode where Pam's pregnant and she's watching the episode of where, like, the dog gets, like, the bone and he, like, takes it to the bank or whatever, like, buries it. And Jim's like, why are you watching that again? I told you and not to watch like, that. she's, like, crying about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel sometimes. But then I always know, like, oh, you're about to start your period. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. There it is. I was like, gosh, dang it, you dirty bitch. (laughs) Yeah. So, I keep it light and fluffy when I feel myself getting that way. (laughs) All right, Rach, what about you? Your favorite vacation or most memorable? 
Yeah, so I think one of my, uh, well, generally speaking, any vacation that we all take together is one that I like is always pretty memorable and one that I really enjoy. I have taken a couple of vacations on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a really, really big fan of like road tripping by myself. That doesn't bother me at all. So locations. Yeah. So we went, like there was one time that I drove from Maryland to Iowa and I stayed here for a night and then I was going to Colorado to go to one of my friend's weddings and they have just like a really cute story because I, so when I first left for Maryland, I road tripped out there with her and she was coming from Colorado and I was coming from Iowa and we didn't know each other. We just kind of like met up in a central point and I was like, Hey, we should like ride out together. That would be cool. I don't have a car. She was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, absolutely. And on the way out there, she was talking about how she just went to one of her friend's weddings and she had met this guy. They like walked down the aisle together and how like he was super cute and they like exchanged numbers, but she didn't know what was going to happen. And then like two months later, he came out to visit us at like in Maryland. And then four years later, they were getting married. So it was just like a kind of a really cute story, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I went there and then we went to our cousin's wedding. We, it was that same. So I ended up going just from Colorado to our cousin's wedding in Utah. And that was a lot of fun. And I remember it just took me like back roads. And that's when I was like really into listening to like folk music. And so everything was just like hitting my soul, you know, mm-hmm. like the sun was setting over the mountains. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Kind of like your coming of age moment in a, a way. A little bit. Yeah. It did kind of feel like that. Like I love that. It was just a really good feeling. Another memorable vacation is one when I came back from Maryland for a year and I ended up going back to visit everybody and I drove out to Maryland and I ended up going to New York City to visit one of my friends and that just ended up being kind of crazy. Like one, I went and saw uh, The Lion King on Broadway for the first time. I'm so jealous. Was, I'm still jealous that to was this day. the craziest thing Uh absolutely like probably one of the best things i've ever done in my entire life because the first time i saw the lion king you got us tickets and we went to the civic center here Mm -hmm. in des moines and i just fell in love i think with theater at that point like i'd always kind of loved it because you guys had been super like theater involved in high school and so you guys were always like listening to the soundtracks Mm -hmm. of like the musicals you guys were in and singing along to it Mm -hmm. and i got those tickets i remember for you because I knew how much you loved it. And mm-hmm. wasn't mom and Aunt Bev and Renissa going? Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, I'm taking Rachel. Yeah. Like, me and Rachel are going. Mm-hmm. The Lion King was your favorite movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she'd love this. Yeah. Oh, I fell in love. And then, because we had these tickets up on, like, the top balcony. Do you remember? Yes. And when we got there, our seats were covered by sound equipment. Yes. And yep. so we went and talked to these people. And they were like, oh, okay, we'll take care of you. And so this guy came and took us and escorted uh, escorted us like down from the nosebleed section right, yeah like from like the, the top of the nosebleed yeah, section yeah i mean i had gotten like the worst tickets like, you down, could possibly I mean, buy who cares right? though you know what i mean like there's but here's the thing about the civic center is there's no bad tickets there anyway mm-hmm. yeah you know? but, but we went seats, from yeah. we went from like balcony seats to like he just took us down and then we, we just, just kept, kept going, going and going and going yep. and i remember looking at you and being like what <laughs> and then we ended up being like right in the center mm-hmm. and the guy was just like in the front section yeah yep. he was like you guys can have these seats and if anybody like comes to sit here just come get me and we'll get you squared away and i was like okay cool yeah 
and it was amazing. That it was, was amazing. Yeah. Fantastic. Anyway, I just ended up falling in love. So we went there, um, when I was in New York and I got to see it on Broadway and that was mm. super cool. And the only like negative thing that happened was I lost my wallet in New York city. And like, so when we were in the process of buying the tickets, I was like searching for my wallet everywhere. Oh, and it turns out that it fell out of my pocket and it was just this like big ordeal. And apparently is too. Yeah. New York yeah. City. <laughs> but I was actually really lucky because I guess I'm assuming one of her like apartment people found my wallet, reported it found. And so it was shut off. But the bad thing is that I had to go to my bank and beg them to give me like a temporary card. Mm-hmm. And they were like, weren't going to give me one because I didn't have an ID or anything. And I was like, listen, I am visiting from Iowa I don't have an ID. I don't have any sort of like identification to show you. I was like, you have got to, you have to give me a card mm-hmm. because if you don't give me a card, like I don't have any cash money. I have no way of getting home. Like I'm stuck. Did you cry? No, I almost <laughs> did. It was actually the strongest I've ever been, honestly, because I was like, you saying no is not an option. Mm-hmm. You cannot say no to me because if you say no to me, I have absolutely no way of getting home. Like, you just have to, you know. You had to stand your ground. Yeah. You found your inner New Yorker in Boston. I found my inner New Yorker. <laughs> no Midwest <laughs> yeah. nice. So I was able to get that squared away. And then leaving, um, my friend told me not to stop and get gas in New York City. Because I assumed just because my, like, plates, my license plates were Iowa license plates. I was joking with you earlier about how I look corn fed. But <laughs> I think she was just like, listen, you know do not stop in new york city you need to wait till you till you get to new jersey and then new jersey is weird because they don't allow you to pump your own gas somebody has to pump it for you and that gave me anxiety i almost ran out of gas on the interstate it was like this big ordeal but here i am today you survived stronger than ever yeah <laughs> jc's we made it we made it <laughs> jc's tagline but we survived <laughs> Yeah, JC, you're the epitome of that meme that's like, but did you die? <laughs> yeah, that's you. Listen, it gives you a story and memories. Absolutely. And I'm all for that. Yeah. Life's greatest adventures. You know what? I think that about sums up our podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening. You can find us on, I think Spotify is our biggest form of distribution. Distribution Currently. at the moment platform yeah our biggest platform for. there we go our, our biggest yeah that distribution sounds like we're drug well, we dealers are, we are distributed over some additional platforms now yeah but they're like weird ones that i've never heard about and we well, can if we you can put they're that not weird our- if you listen to them so if you're listening to us on anchor or any one of the other ones thank you we still appreciate <laughs> oh, yeah. listening absolutely no shame in your game rachel just doesn't know exactly know. what the platforms are called if and it's we can not popular a, rachel doesn't know it we can if put it's a not list. spotify i don't know it to be honest we can put a list of what we are available on so you guys can listen at your convenience yeah. we really appreciate everybody's support and like i said uh the hiatus in us putting out more episodes was kind of my fault so i apologize about that and then also we went on vacation and we went to Hinterland, which was really cool. Oh, it was great. Yeah. And then Iowa State Fair started, so. Yeah. So we've just been busy. Anyway, we really appreciate you guys, and we thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.